All right, hey everybody, it is Wednesday, October 17th. It is the 11th episode. Um, it's fall, finally, except for the minus the past two days. But other than that, since our last episode, the weather's been cool. Everybody's been calm, collected. I've been in a very serious sports depression hole that I've placed myself in. And, um, and we'll get into that. I don't want to bum everyone out off the, off the jump. But I'm here with Tristan, like always. As usual. Reed just walked in with beer. Yeah, we're literally like we're setting up about to start. About to hit start. You just walked in the kitchen with a six pack of beer. So I was like, well, same time every Wednesday in case you were wondering. Yep, in case you want to keep coming up. Um, So welcome to the show. Uh, Um, You might not be talking. Uh, (laughs) You might just literally listen to us and make weird faces. And that's fine. Um, I'm going to let you go into your rant and your topic because I'm going to hold the floor for a second. But you uh, you discuss your thing. Let's just jump into it. Let the people know. I'll be the peanut gallery. So. Yeah, you'll hear just little giggles in the background. Just weird, <clears throat> probably offhand comments. So, my rant. Oh, yes, my rant. All right. So, obviously, Twitter, you know, sports and Twitter go hand in hand. It's almost impossible to, like, miss a yeah. game or miss a moment or a score or something like that. So, that pretty much just d- totally defeats the purpose of having a DVR, right? At least for sporting events. Yeah. So... The other day I'm on Twitter and I saw someone talk about how they were, they recorded, I can't remember what game it was. It was a football game. It was the Michigan game. They recorded the Michigan game. The primetime Saturday football yes. game? Yes. Okay. They recorded the Michigan game, right? So they can go back and watch it. Like, cause they couldn't for whatever reason. Yeah. And then they're, and apparently like the guy asked his wife, Hey, can you turn on the game? As in like, Hey, can you turn on the recording? Like from the beginning? And she didn't like realize he was recording it, so she turned it on like to the live, like the actual live game when they were, you know, like in the fourth quarter. Yeah, because that's what a normal person would do, right? And yeah. he was like, I mean, he wasn't like legit mad about it, but the whole thing I want to take from it is he recorded a sporting event. He can't have a smartphone. Who does that? He can't have any kind of social media. Who Who in the world? I realized in me saying that he he was on Twitter, so that's how you found out about it. But there's no way he uses. He made that Twitter to rant about this. There's no way he could have had one before. I don't know. I no. It's like he's an athlete. Like he's a he's an NASCAR driver actually. No. Oh. But I was like, who the hell records live events anymore? I just want to know how. Like what? Like how? How? How do you not get things ruined for you? Right. Like I get updates from everything about games yeah. going on. Like I guess I, I get could, I get like 80 notifications every Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and for, I guess <laughs> and, and I guess I could turn it off. I mean, sure, but that just seems like effort that I don't want to go through. Go through all the settings. And yeah, and then like push just, and then just turn it off at specific time. It seems like yeah. too much effort. But I've never understood that. I I can't even stand it when people pause games. No, and their excuse is always like, "Oh, I pause it so I can fast forward through the commercials," and I'm like, "But there's like so many other things that you could do while the commercials are going and not." pause the damn game no commercials during sporting events aren't a big deal right like i can handle it it's not that serious that's when i you know get on twitter that's i use i use commercials for my 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 twitter yeah to check to see what funny meme someone came up with this last play yeah like that's that's the whole point of commercials at this point i don't i don't know why people still pay for airtime yeah literally if you just give me like a two minute break then you just put like a logo up on the screen yeah well that's why you notice like every Almost every sporting, like major sport, is now starting to do the side by side, 
yeah. uh, you know, commercial and game going at the same They'll time. Do side by side. You have logos on. It's rare that you don't see that any like. Yeah, you have logos on jerseys now, yeah. and there's logos all around. the And they know it, which is fine. Hey, I don't. I don't, I I mean, don't care. I know why you're there. Like, yeah. I, somebody's got to pay for it. I don't right. Care. I just had a beard hair in my mouth. Yeah, you did. Look um, like a good face. Oh, also, so that was my one rant. I'm like, that just I, I can't stand that. Don't just either watch it on Twitter or something. Don't be weird. This it's just odd to me. Like, yeah. I get it in the '90s if you wanted to tape a playoff game and you had to work night, and so you would you would like tape it. But because if I'm watching it and I know it's recorded, I would feel really weird, like cheering or yeah, being loud or getting yeah. hyped. like it's already happened. It's like, ah, come on, that's the it cool, happened two that's, hours ago. That's like, the cool part about it is you're watching it when everybody else is right. And if I like watched a game two hours later, I would just be like, okay, well, eventually this ends. Yeah. Um, and that's that's all I would. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know. know. That's just weird. I, yeah, I'm Anyways. I'm with you. I agree with you on that one. But also, I wanted to talk about this awesome ass weekend I had last weekend. Yeah, you were, actually more specifically Saturday. You went all Dega, dude. It was credentialed. Oh, look at us. I was credentialed. I'm going to claim that just because we're on a podcast together. I'm going to oh, say yeah. we were credentialed. I just couldn't go. I wish I could have like made something out of it like for this, but I was like, I don't, I don't even know how I would do that. Yeah. Um. So. Through the company I work for, I work for Toyota, and um, just through some connections and sponsorships and whatnot, I was able to get hooked up with uh, hot passes for the truck race on Saturday at Talladega, which a hot pass is something that you can't just buy. Yeah. Like, it's not... General public can't get them. You have to know people, be a sponsor, family, whatever. Yeah. Basically, what it is, a hot pass gets you... You can walk around wherever the hell you want to go. And no one's going to stop you. Even during the race, doesn't matter. Obviously, other than actual racetrack. Um, <laughs> that seems bold. It's a very hot pass. <laughs> um, so, I was stoked. I mean, yeah. never gotten to do something like this. And um, So, we drove up to Talladega Saturday morning. We left at like 6. Got there at 8. Went to the credentials line, which was a mile long. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It took like an hour just to get our freaking pass. Mm. And, um, so I was like, well, this, this is a good start. Yeah. This is, this is awesome. But <laughs> I'm trying, like, I really couldn't be mad. I'm like, this is going to be, cause you're getting a pass. It's yeah. This is going to be dope. Everywhere. I don't care. I'll, yeah. I'll wait all day. So <clears throat> we go, we, and actually we get in the infield and we're trying to figure out where to go. I don't know if y'all know Talladega is absolutely Really big. enormous yeah really really big like you're walking around the infield and it's just a giant campground with some buildings in the middle of it yeah and it's like you have to remind yourself there's a damn racetrack around this yeah it's huge. like <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah then you can't even see it like the whenever you can't see from one end to the other no and uh unless you're like at the very very tip top of the stands yeah so we're we walked probably like a mile just trying to get to where we needed to go where mm-hmm. all the cut where the garages were so we get there uh, we got there like where we actually walked in. I think it was like nine thirty, and the cup cup guys were about to do practice at like ten. So we were like, "Ah, screw it, let's go and walk around the uh, cup garage." So we walked around, watching them work on their cars. They had them out and stuff like that because they were getting ready to go, and watch them. We watched them pull out of their garage and out onto the racetrack and stuff like that. So we were literally like, from. Sorry, Reed is giggling next to me. And <laughs> like I can't concentrate like, right now. Just, just like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. Oh my god! All right, and sorry, he's showing us a tweet. <laughs> Anyways, so we're like from me to 
I don't know, this wall, which is like 15 feet away. From, Good radio. Yeah. Yeah. Great radio. <laughs> um, super close. It was just, it was really cool. So, uh, watch them practice for a minute from the pit road and then we're like, all right, we'll go and, uh, go to the guy that we're meeting for the race team. So we walk over to the truck garages and the haulers and stuff like that. We find them brings us into the hauler. We literally just sit in the hauler for like 45 minutes, just talking, talk to the driver and the, some of the pit crew and the crew chief and stuff like that. Just like, and it was so insane how they were so just cool, super welcoming, hanging out. Yeah. They're just, it was just hanging out. And I was worried. One of my main concerns was being in the way. Yeah. Because it's race day. I know they've got to be focused. It's starting to, the season's winding down. So like the championship stuff is really starting to, yeah, you know, get intense. So that was what Kayla and I were so worried about. We're just like, we need to be as invisible as possible when we're here. Yeah. Like a literal fly on the wall. And, but no, they were, they were constantly talking with us. They were offering us drinks and food and, you know, pretty much we had free reign to just get whatever we wanted out of the hauler, you know, while we were there. So we're hanging out. We're talking to the, the uh, PR guy. That was the con- the contact yeah. that I had and the driver. And then uh, gets about time to do or go to driver intros. And the PR guy was like, well, you, you want to walk with us to driver intros? We're just like, I mean, we'll, we're following you guys. So, and it was just me and Kayla. There was no other guests that showed up. I don't, or I don't know if they invited anybody or not, but mm-hmm. we were the only ones. Yeah. So, we walk, the guy, the driver goes, gets changes, puts on his fire suit and all of his, you know, sponsor stuff and whatnot. And we start walking and we're literally like, we're just walking with the driver to driver intros. Like we're supposed to be there, you know, <laughs> like we're, that's just like a normal thing. We're sitting, we're walking down pit road. Did you flash the pass at everyone as you walk? I was by? pulling like the Wayne's world thing where you're sitting there like like even if it's nobody that matters, you're still like putting it in their Go face. To the like, I'll have a water and just throw yeah. it at them. Sir, it, that'll be, it's free, right? So that'll be five fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, so that, that doesn't get that, me a free drink. That, that's on me. Okay. Um, so like we're walking, we're walking on the racetrack. We're walking through pit road and the trucks were literally like walking right next to him like it's not it's it was just so crazy because mm-hmm. all these years i've spent going to races i'm sitting in the stands i'm seeing all is these your people. first time like in an infield no not my first time but it was the first time i've been like through that kind of like on access active, like yeah you know what yeah. i mean like i've been in the infield before and stuff like that but it wasn't during anything was it more loud in the infield no much much quieter it's weird much quieter like i could have gone the entire race without having any kind of ear protection the main reason why is because the mufflers face the crowd. Uh, so when now it does kind of echo off the stands when they're empty, especially. Yeah. But it's still not like it's not loud at all, which is crazy. That is weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so we walk with them to driver intros and we're just kind of standing there talking. Literally, we're standing with every truck, every race car driver mm-hmm. that was racing that day and just talking and whatnot. It was it was just so weird. I'm sitting here. I'm like, this is something that I grew up like wishing I could do. And I'm doing it right now. And I'm just like, what? Do you have a weird feeling? Like I don't belong here type deal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the entire time you're like, I am absolutely. Get, I'm waiting. You're going to get kicked yes, out. The whole I'm time. waiting for somebody to come and tap me on the shoulder and be like, why are you down here? Yeah, who you know, the, what? who are you? I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? You got me. I'll leave. So they do driver intros and we start walking back to, uh, and when they do driver intros, each driver hops in the bed of a pickup truck and they do a lap around the whole track so they can wave at people and stuff like that. 
and then come back to the pit road and get in the truck. Take a really long time, especially there. Yeah. It takes a minute. Yeah. Um, so we go back, we're standing with the truck waiting for him to do his lap and stuff like that. Like I said, crew was just walking around, just kind of checking on things and we're talking to him, just hanging out. And, uh, they do the national anthem and it was funny. So we were standing on pit road during the national anthem. Did you kneel? No, (laughs) no, I didn't kneel. And, um, we were standing in a pit box in a team's pit box and we just stood, you know, doing what, you know, just doing the national anthem stuff. And, uh, one of the pit team, one of the pit crews come out and they stand, a lot of them, what they'll do is they'll stand on the uh, line, the actual box line yeah, and they'll line up. And we didn't realize where we were standing. And like this pit crew was like, you got to scoot over just a little bit. You can be a part of the team. But that's fine. But you can scoot <laughs> over. So we were like lined up with one of the pit crew. Like it wasn't ours. It was just random. Just one. a random pit crew yeah. you lined up with. And um, so did that. They're going, you know, doing their final checks and stuff like that. We get some scanners from the team and we go and we sit. We sat behind the pit box the whole race. Yeah. And I mean, it was it was just so freaking cool. We're And I was still thinking, okay, well, I'm, we're standing over here. We're going to be like as far, but as close as we can, you know. And uh, no, you were on a line with a pit crew. Yeah. No, so was, you we were literally, we were standing in the pit. Well, they kept saying like, y'all can come, y'all can like stand right here. And we were, we were in the pit box the whole time. It was insane. That's wild. And uh, it seems like everybody was really nonchalant. It was, did anybody seem stressed out? Oh, they, about- they were because at that point, so this race was, um, so, you know, in NASCAR now they have the playoffs. I just yeah. did air quotes mm. and it's like every three races, they knock out drivers out of championship contention, depending on if they won or how many points they have. Mm. So the truck series, they're going through playoffs right now. And uh, Talladega is, nor- is notorious for you just you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, even the most the lowest funded, the slowest team, the rookie driver has a chance to win at Talladega. That's just the way it is. So they you can tell there was like some tension, and especially as the race went on. They got they were doing they were running pretty well. They were running like an eighth for first quarter of the race, mm. just kind of hanging out, not really. Everyone was racing pretty conservative, and uh, he gets caught up in a wreck. Doesn't do that much damage, but just enough to where they have to keep coming in and fixing it. So it really became who can fix their car the fastest and get out there and pass the other person to you know get the points. So that was the interesting part, and watching them, you know, watching them communicate with each other and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but still, even like during the race. They're running full laps and pit crews stopping and talking to us. And we're joking with them. We're joking with the officials. It's, it was, it was insane. I could not believe. Well, it seems seems like you were, you were at a place that you, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't no, have been. it was, it was fantastic though. Can't, can't thank them enough for that. And we hung around for cup qualifying for a little bit and kind of rubbing elbows with some of the, yeah. the big boys. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Did you meet anybody like face to face? Cool. Um, I didn't. I guess I didn't technically meet him, but I did fist bump Bubba Wallace. That was pretty cool. I like him a lot. He's a new young guy, and uh, he would just walk by me. I was like, "Hey, what's up, dude? Let's go." And he just and he fist bumped. Yeah, he was like, "What's up, man?" He was. It was super cool. He's like, <laughs> he, I think he's only like two years older than us. No, he's our age. Okay, but uh, yeah, it was awesome. I've been looking forward to talking about it. That's but, a, so I don't know. You, a lot of people are just like, "That's cool," I guess. But I was, I was like a little kid. <laughs> Again, I told you last week I want to make fun of NASCAR, so I'm going to continue not to make fun of NASCAR. I appreciate that. I'm happy for you. I'm supportive. <laughs> um, I'm also... Who knows? Maybe in the future there will be some more credentialed uh, content for 
for the podcast. Maybe some interviews. That'd yeah. be cool. That would be cool. I should have done that. I didn't like. Should have asked. Yeah, yeah I didn't cool. even think about you it. You tweeted it out. I know. Well, hindsight, twenty twenty. Hindsight, hindsight. You had a fun Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Reed and I, we had a fun Saturday with a pretty big sad spot in the middle. Yeah. Because I had no service, we, so I had no clue what was going on yeah, all day. We actually. And we'll get into the game a little bit later, but Reed and I actually watched the Georgia LSU game and went full blown sad Georgia fan mm-hmm. in any aspect because that's just our lives here in the state with any sport. That's just how it ends up. Uh, not that I thought UGA was going to win the championship or anything, but undefeated until the SEC championship would have been fun. It would have been cool. It would have been nice. It didn't happen. <laughs> and then Boston happens to me Sunday where I think they're going to lose the bra- the baseball game. The Patriots look like they're going to lose to the Chiefs. And then, like, the way the Patriots always fucking do, they win in the last second, and then I just feel dumb forever thinking they're not going to win. It's like them in Green Bay. The Red Sox <clears throat> win, and I have to see Boston say, we're the best, we're the best. Like, I, fuck you. I hate Boston. I'm so tired of it. And I know, <laughs> and I know it's because I lose all the time. I yeah. don't win anything. We don't. And I know it's because of fucking Super Bowl 51. I will never get over it. It's killed me. It's killed a part because of me. Because it seemed like your hatred for Boston kind of came out of nowhere. Because I remember, like, you were stoked to see them. I used to be the, a Red Sox fan. That's what I, I used thought. to like the and, Red Sox. I did. Yeah. And then David Ortiz left, and fuck Boston. Like, I cannot state that enough. And, it's, and it might be because I follow a lot of Boston people on Twitter. And, and I just have to see them be happy and smile <laughs> and win all the time. And what did Boston do to deserve that? They had a one tea party where they got racist and threw tea into a Harbor. And all of a sudden they get all the fucking championships and they always have in any kind of sport. The Red Sox really good in the early 1900s. I get it. I'm going back. I understand. And then they had in the sixties and seventies, they had the Celtics. I'm reaching. Then the eighties was a Michael Jordan reach, right? right? And then in the eighties, Patriots had somewhat of something. Um, Boston wasn't good then. I can't really hold anything against them. And the Celtics were the Celtics have never really been bad except for the late nineties, early two thousands. And then the Bruins, I know nothing about hockey, but I know they won a championship recently within the past five years, right? I think it was like five or six years ago when Tim Thomas was there. Yeah, because there was like there was a year I'm pretty sure like every fucking championship was held by Boston. It was in Boston. <laughs> like and and then but the thing is they don't pay attention to the sport. They don't know anything. It was I think it was our senior year or close to our senior year of high school. Because I think what didn't I thought it had to do anyway. That's not important. I'm over it. I'm just <laughs> I'm just tired because they just they don't know anything about the sports that they're playing. 2011. Okay. They don't they don't follow the sport like a Red Sox fan doesn't follow baseball. They follow the Red Sox and then the Yankees, right? So they can talk shit about so the just Yankees. so they can like cheer it for them to lose. And I'm not pro Yankee, but I wanted New York to win so goddamn bad. No, I that's can. all I want. Well, wanted. see, I'm I'm also different from you. I like Boston except for the Patriots. Um, I hate the Celtics too. I really do. And I know you're not a basketball guy, right. but just watching them do so well last night with people that shouldn't <laughs> like I just it was it's just. It's borderline heartbreaking. And I think I hate the city of Boston more than I hate the Golden State Warriors. And I didn't think that was possible. I, I, think did, you... I didn't think I could hate something more than Steph Curry and Draymond Green. I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I'd ever get there. And I've decided that because in the NBA this year, it's going to come down to Golden State and Boston in the, in the championship. That's what's going to happen. I hope the Warriors torch them. By like 40 points in every game. And I never thought that would happen. Will, will your relationship with Boston ever be 
you repaired or no, men- fuck them no. for the rest of my life. Really? I don't care. Yeah, they could go on like a three decade, nothing good happens to them. And like, if my kid, if assuming I have kids later, is like, I think I'm going to be a Celtics fan, I'm going to give them away. Because I cannot, I can't, I hate them. I hate Boston. They all, it just, they're just ignorant because they win all the time. And that's fine. You win all the time. And I'm just a sore loser from Atlanta and I get it. But fuck you. I hate it. I hate it so much. I think if you went up there, you'll like it. Oh, the city's probably nice. I mean, Boston's a great city. Yeah. I loved it up there. It was that's, fantastic. That's fine. I just and even walking this is around a sport, with this is a sports thing. Well, and also I I've been ta- whenever I tell people about my trip to Boston, I went up there for uh, the Braves and Red Sox series on Memorial Day weekend, and uh, obviously we had our Brave stuff on. And this could either go one or two ways. So I was surprised that no one said anything to us. Like no one talked shit. No one like, like no one really said anything. Everyone was super cool, and I'm like, this is this is either one or two things. They're either they're actually really nice, they're not assholes, or they're just like y'all are not even worth like the time to talk shit. Because yeah, see, we're, that's, because we're so good and y'all are mind, so bad. That's for sure the mindset they had. <laughs> so, or they didn't know who the Braves were because they don't pay attention to the sport. <laughs> they just know Boston and New York. That's it. That's all they know. They well, probably couldn't even tell you the Braves are in Atlanta. Well, they probably couldn't. They were playing. We were playing. Who is a minor league team? They're like, no, it's the Braves. Is that a college? Yeah. Like, who, who are we playing? <laughs> I just, I, I hate them. I hate all of them. And then they assume that they're better in every facet of life because the sports teams that they'll never play for are significantly better than everybody else. I just, I don't know. I hate them. I hate them so much. I'm sure you would have the same attitude if we were, if Atlanta was that successful. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to claim to be better than Boston, but fuck Boston. <laughs> I hate Boston so much. That was well, it. Yeah, that's that's why I just wanted to say that, um, just because. Well, I don't know. I'm over it. I wouldn't mind if the Red Sox won. I think I would. Well, I was going to say I think they will. Now I'm not so sure. But Milwaukee, oh Milwaukee, yeah, to win. Milwaukee's tough. But and now I'm seeing all this stuff about the Astros being investigated for cheating. From they took a picture of the Boston dugout before the game. Yeah. Is that what it was? That's literally what happened. Because all I saw that it was a guy, it was a Houston, it was a, a Astros employee that was standing. That had all I heard, all I saw was that he was standing next to the Boston dugout. He had a small camera and he was texting a lot. <laughs> that was that was the evidence that I yeah, read. He was taking pictures and sending them, but yeah. I thought it was before the game. Mm. I don't know. I thought because like what like hey they only chew up a bubba. Yeah. Is that going to give you an advantage? They don't do dip anymore. They don't dip because it's not allowed in most stadiums. And it's not David's. It's big league sunflower seeds. That's all I know. Like, is that going to give you an advantage? And baseball, like MLB came out today. They issued an official report. And it basically was just like, yeah, we not a big deal. It's, who cares? Well, then the I saw this right before I left work. I got a headline popped up on my phone that the Indians are filing a complaint for some kind of cheating. Against Boston, right? No, I, th- I thought it was against the Astros. Yeah, it might I be think the it could be. I don't know. It's one of the two teams. I'm just assuming against Boston because I feel like I just feel like there's been so much like the past like couple games have been just full of like the Astros acknowledged the practice of having a team employee survey the opposing team's dugout during road games, but said the purpose was merely to ensure that they were not the victims of any. To see that they were not cheating. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what it was? Like, they didn't... Oh, I know what it was. It's just counter-spying. They were saying... I I remember reading 
it was something like they were checking to see they didn't have any like illegal monitors or something in the dugout. Which I'm going to be awesome. Like that's something Boston would do because they're a garbage town. So they, <laughs> we already know that the Patriots cheat in every facet of the game somehow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's not surprising. I just all. feel like this for some reason. Well, I've also watched more of this of these uh, playoffs this year than I have in the past. Usually, like. Once they start, I kind of I'll catch a game, and then I'll watch the I'll watch the games of the World Series, and that's about it. But I've I've found myself watching almost every playoff game this season. The the season, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I haven't been watching, but I just feel like this season has been full of more, more full of, I guess, controversy and. Uh, I think baseball had a bigger year. This I think year. yeah, I'd I think agree. the MLB had a better season because big market teams were good. Yeah, like. Both <laughs> like they should be. Both both the Yankees and the Red Sox were good. So every time they played, that was a fun That's series right. this year. Uh, the Dodgers were good. Houston, the Cubs is coming off. The Cubs were good. Um, Atlanta was good, and that's not a major market team, but they have. The but it was the fan, story. They had the biggest fan base because we have the entire Southeast and Colorado for some reason. Um, suck it, Rockies. Um, so baseball as a whole was up, and they're finally, finally promoting players. Instead of teams. Yeah. Um, Aaron Judge has helped a lot with that. Chris Bryant's helped a lot with that. Kershaw, Machado, all of them have helped with that. So I think baseball is doing up a little bit more because they had so much talk the year before about the home runs. And those kind of like tailored down a little bit this year. That and the speed of the game. The speed of the game. The speed of the game was better. Like I'd- It was better in the regular season. <laughs> I feel like it the the pace of the games have come to a screeching halt. Every playoff, every playoff game, and just, every sports longer. I feel like it's worse this year in the MLB specifically. I feel I don't remember seeing pitchers and batters step off more in these last couple of games than I have the in game, the past like three seasons. I think it was Saturday night. It was in the Boston game. Um, Joe Kelly stepped off. Yeah, he stood. He stood like three times. From, I mean, literally from the stretch. Literally, he would stare. For like 30 seconds at the batter, and the batter would eventually ask for time, and yeah. Joe Kelly would step off. I was like, this is, this is the worst is this a staring game contest? I've ever seen yeah, in my it was, life. It was awful. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking but about. But they also, I didn't, I guess I just did, I missed this, that you can now only have six mound visits a game? No, it's been a thing. It's been a thing mm-hmm. for like a while? I don't know how long that's, or is that's it, been is a like rule. new this season? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Okay, because like, they were like, oh, they're almost on a mound visit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're almost on a mound visit. No, that's been, yeah, that's been a thing. I don't know how long. But, oh, I didn't know. Um, but like, but playoff games in every sport are longer because you're going to have more coaching changes. You right. have more commercials because they're more watched games, so sponsors are going to want more commercials. And there's been so many pitching changes. And yeah, so many, um, I will God. say the starters aren't going deep in the at games all. at all. And like, I un- and I get it. It's because the teams like the Dodgers or the Red Sox can go; they can explode offensively so fast. So you want to have the freshest arm in there, right? Especially the way the game is played now. But it is kind of annoying to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but the baseball, guy, they base- bring in a guy to go a third of an inning and then take him out to yeah do it all over again. Um, I mean, but like what we were talking about before we came on is when they're doing that now, they're doing the side by side. Yeah. So it, it, that's making it a little bit easier for me to watch because they're talking about it. They keep the game on. Something's going on, and then they're having the commercial they would normally have. You know, on a slightly bigger. Because if they line. weren't doing that. This, this it would, would be, be a nightmare. It would be brutal. It would be so hard to watch. Um, so I think I think baseball is slowly starting to figure it out. I don't think they'll, they'll, they will never be 
the bigger sport. They'll never be. No. They will never be America's sport ever again because of a just the length it is. It's it's not. I mean, it's fun to go to a baseball game and big games are fun, but you play 162 games a year. Yeah. And <clears throat> I'm not going to watch it. Like, I mean, the Braves could go undefeated. And I and wouldn't, I'm not gonna I watch. wouldn't watch 162. Yeah, right. I'd still probably watch like 40. Because like, yeah, just, that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's impossible. So like ratings-wise and popularity-wise, it's not going to be there. I think if they talked about um, the fact that baseball doesn't have a salary cap, mm-hmm. people may want to play it more. Um, I think the more football – because football's not clearly not dying if we've looked at ratings. Especially this year, they're way up from last year. Um, Which is but, so funny to me. Oh, it's hilarious. But um, I think the more that the health issues come out and stuff like that, there will be more people starting to play basketball and baseball. So I think I'd baseball agree. I think baseball is going to see an uptick from that. Um, and I think they'll get back to where they're not like in danger of just completely like Manfred just changing baseball just to try to save it. Yeah. So it's been a good year. And I think that's, that's why the games have seen more controversial because they're getting talked about more. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's been a fun postseason. It has. I will say I've only watched like since the Braves lost, I probably only watched like seven innings. Cause just cause like, I, t- I typically, I'm sad on the I, I typically have a game on every night in the house somewhere yeah. when I'm at home. I mean, I just, and I baseball to me, baseball is the perfect sport for that. It is. It's the perfect sport to have on just to have at on night in the background before you go to bed, doing yeah. whatever you're doing. Like if you like for me, like if I'm just going to do homework, like I'm going to put baseball on. Yeah. Um, and I'll do it with regular season basketball too. And also for the most part, every game has been good. Yeah. I mean, for, l- for, last uh, night was a, a blowout at the end. At the very, for yeah, the Red the Sox game. End. But that's, I mean. And then the Jackie Brewers and Dodgers went, went uh, 13. 13 and I, I fell asleep, but it was a great game. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, they, the, it's been, it's been a fo- fun postseason. Yeah. I mean, there was two of the divisional series games that went, um, that were sweeps, but that's it for as far as series wise. So no baseball, baseball has been fun. Um, I think if they keep promoting, you know, the Aaron judges and the, I don't think you can promote trout and I get it. I don't, you, you can't because he doesn't want to. It's not even that. Like, I think he would like to, like, he seems to have like an outgoing person. That man is so boring. Yeah. Like if an Easter egg Island statue could talk, like play a sport, that's my <laughs> trout. Like he literally, like when they interviewed him during the all-star game is the outfield. And they're like, the Eagles, right? He's like, yeah, go birds. And then, like, the announcer's like, do you want to say anything else about the Eagles? He's like, yeah, I love Philadelphia. It's a great city. Like, that's it. Like, that's <laughs> Mike Trout. Like, you're not going to sell. Yeah, you're a freak. Um, and people are saying, and also another thing that people keep saying, they're like, oh, he's put up, like, through this. And I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Mike Trout because he is the best baseball player on the planet currently. But through his, like, first, like, I think it was, like, seven seasons, People are like, oh, he's putting up at Albert Pujols blew him out of the water, which is one thing I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Like literally in every stat, as far as hitting goes through yeah. the first seven, like or maybe been like first like thousand games, Albert Pujols is like head and shoulders above. And I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't remember Albert Pujols really being talked D- about like that, that. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it could have been because we're in Atlanta and he was St. Louis and Atlanta hates St. Louis in baseball um, because of the nineties. But like, I don't. I don't remember that Albert Pujols hardly at all. Right. So that was surprising. Uh, but yeah, Mike Trout isn't his personality isn't there. His talent is well, there. and it's also because he's playing for a team that's meh, not not good. And, and they, mean, and it, this year they should have been because they had Otani, 
who is one of the biggest oddities I've ever seen in baseball. Mm -hmm. He hit, what, like 20-plus home runs and had an ERA under two? What? Where did you come from? Why why isn't every player like you? Um, But I don't think he'll last. He's already going to have to have two UCL surgeries. So... I don't know. But they I mean they had him, so he's the most unique player we've had in the league in a while. You have Trout. You're in LA. Like you are in Los Angeles and you're not talked about. So I don't think Trout's really ever gonna be And you have one of the best shortstops in the game. <clears throat> uh defensively, yeah. So like I um so I mean that's that's where Mike Trout is. But I mean you if you promote the 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 judges, the Mookie bets, the Sales. I will say I do I I I know you hate Boston I know you hate the Red Sox but I you really can't, like the players on the team you can't I just hate not like Mookie Betts I like Mookie Betts I like Chris Sale he is I, awesome I don't like David Price I'll stand yeah, by I don't that care about David Price um, I like Kimbrel but that's because he's I mean, a brave yeah. but Kimbrel almost blew it the other night he looked real shaky <laughs> I know that was um, so disappointing yeah um, I hate that but I mean I like them I like their manager I just, it's it's more when I say Boston it's the people it's the fans yeah, I will say the fair. Celtics I don't care. I mean, if I'm not going to say this, but I would pretty much hate any player in the league if they went to Boston. Well, that's like I, mean, I that's hate, how I but feel, that's because I hate the Celtics. That's like, kind of how I feel about Philadelphia. I don't. There are players like on the Flyers. I like Claude Giroux. I like Wayne Simmons. I like them. I can't stand the people and like the Eagles. I really don't care. Like I don't dislike anybody on the Eagles. I just. I can't stand the people. Yeah, I can't stand Boston fans. And it's just and that's uh, it. Like you don't deserve to win all the time. I hate it. I hate it so much. I will say the Patriots. I, I hate the Patriots, but I can't get mad at it anymore. I more so get mad at myself because like Sunday, thinking that something else is going to happen. Yeah, because like Sunday <laughs> night, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" The Chiefs in like week five or week six, whatever week it is, they're about to beat them. Mahomes is there. Tom's going to lose in Boston in Foxborough. Ha! To a rookie. Just kidding. Yeah. Just, just him and Gronk. And and did you see that video that Tom Brady posted like on Instagram? They're weird. They're he all he is so, so weird. weird. He's he's not. He, I, people are saying he's gonna play forever. Uh, Tom Brady isn't a human being. He he's like the way he was talking. I'm like, you are not normal. Dude. It's like he scripts everything, yeah. but poorly. Like yeah. it's like you know when people like put out that tweet is like I had a bot watch a thousand hours of The Office and then write a mock script. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's how <laughs> Tom Brady talks about football yeah. on Instagram and it's creepy. Like oh Rob Gronkowski catching that ball, doing what he does. It's but, weird. Yes, and Tom. on a football field he looks <laughs> the most human. I think I think he's kind of like Tiger, to where like Tiger Woods on a golf course is like that's Tiger Woods pure yeah. uncut. That's him. And then you throw Mike in his face and you take him off of a golf course and he's like, I don't know how to ha- yeah. I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> I think Tom Brady's kinda like that. Um so when you take him off a of football field and you take like his stupid normal, helmet off his head. Like yeah, he's he's just kinda life. weird. Um he's a weird dude. He is odd. He makes out with his kid. Um Well makes out. Don't don't even <laughs> argue. He made out with his kid. He kissed his kid. I mean Granted, granted, he kissed his kid on the lips, but yeah, for like ten seconds. As Reed just said, I'm surprised no he talk. didn't grab the kids, the back of the kid's head. Probably because that's My illegal. God, yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be allowed. Oh, speaking of the Patriots, and we'll get back to baseball. But um, what did you think about the Tyree Kill and the fan issue? Did you see that? Yeah, mass hole, Boston. Yeah, fuck you. Like that's what well, that is. Uh, well, 
So okay, that probably was not. Yeah, I probably you, thank have you. Asked you. I like because, I like you throwing the gas on that fire. Yeah, I probably should have asked that. I should have I should have asked a neutral party about that because <laughs> I'm the wrong person. Yeah, I right. saw that and I was like, they should ban the entire section of the end zone. Like I was literally just like get from all, the front to the back, all fifteen thousand of them out of here. Like it literally and never then, allowed there again. And somebody because because uh, Tyreek Hill and Tyreek Hill's agent are gonna like take legal action against the fan that Which did. Which I think is ridiculous. I I, I don't. You don't to take legal. I understand the the person getting banned from the stadium, but to like sue them for throwing a beer in your face, like come on, that's what that's not even close to a part of what a fan should do. That well, like yeah, I, cause, I agree. Because like if a kid's in that front row and just gets like yeah, that's like true. smacked with a beer, like granted, like Tyreek Hill as like does Tyreek Hill need great. to? <laughs> I mean, in, yeah, he's not a great guy. No, he's not. He's just really fast. Um, and like that doesn't. Get, we're gonna skip over that, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, I I'm not against him taking because like you can't do that. Don't you, you're ruining yeah. things for other people, and like like Tyreek Hill isn't necessarily there because of you. You're there because you wanted to see Tyreek Hill play the Patriots, yeah. And he scored a touchdown because he outran your entire team because he that can was out- unreal. It's not fair. Can we talk about that for a second? The Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes can throw it 70 yards off his back foot sidearmed. Yep. And hit a literal quarter with it. That's I feel like if he like it was in mile high, he could stand and on the 50-yard line and throw it out of the stadium. Yeah. You know, and I didn't really know him uh, know much about him. I knew nothing. I mean, I just knew he was his name was Mahomes, which I just thought was a weird name. It was just it's funny. funny. Yeah. And have you heard him talk? Yeah. <laughs> but okay. I like him though. Like as in yeah, interviews. No, he's cool. In interviews I've seen, I was like, oh, he's a really cool yeah, dude. I like that guy. gargles with, like, odd screws. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird. He drinks, like, way too hot a tea and then, like, enjoys it. I don't know. His voice is weird. Coke um, has a little bit too much well, syrup in well, it. Well, you know how, like, when, like, you hear Tom Brady, like, call an audible at the line, like, it's not his voice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that, like, raspy, loud voice. Yeah. That's Patrick Mahomes' real Actual voice. voice. Yeah. yeah. His talking voice. Because when you hear him at the line in the huddle, it's it's the same. <laughs> like I don't know what he says, but the only thing, the thing that pops like if he screams Omaha at, at the line, yeah, and then he was just talking about the city of Omaha, like on the I street, know the difference. you would have no idea that it was also a play call. It's the same. <laughs> so I think he's just so into football that he doesn't know how to not use his football voice. They respect. I think that's where Patrick obviously Mahomes it's working. But literally, if I'm if I'm Andy Reid, I'd tell Tyreek Hill to run as fast as you can in a straight line. And then I tell Mahomes to just throw it. That that's my play every, every time. time. And then eventually they're just going to drop two safeties deep, and I'll be like, "All right, uh, Sammy Watkins, Kelsey, and Conley, just run a little in, and then you'll have twenty yards to run before the safeties yeah. come back." Tyreek Hill will literally run about fifteen miles every game, if not more. <laughs> but he's open every time, like yeah. literally every. Because I watched. Because I said I was going to be Sunday night. I like got home and I finished homework at like nine. I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna be responsible and lay in bed." I'm not going to watch this game. I don't care about the Patriots in Kansas City. And I did the dumb thing. I checked Twitter. Yeah. I saw. I was like, I was like how, I was how like, good of a game like, it was. Game. <laughs> and I was like, but I've already turned the TV off. Yeah. Marty in bed. That's the worst. So I watched it on my phone for three hours in bed and stayed up entirely too late to just get my heart ripped out. But yeah. like, seriously, that, that team is insane. I don't know. I don't trust Andy Reid long season because Andy Reid doesn't put together long seasons because the Chiefs started off what like four no five they've done it last several year times with Alex Smith and there was that one or it was that one year they went like I thought it was like nine and oh at one point yeah and they probably and almost they just, missed playoffs like so that's yeah. just Andy Reid doesn't I mean, he's great offensively um but 
I mean, he went to a Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb, but like, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not going to put any faith or stock into the Chiefs. But what is scary? The Chiefs are missing like four starters on defense. I, I'd put stock into them soon. Um, so when they get them back, if Mahomes keeps being Mahomes, and Tyreek Hill doesn't lose the whole entire leg, because I think at this point Tyreek Hill could probably lose like four toes and still outrun everyone. Like it's just, and like you can tell he like waits to turn it on. Right. He like lets the corner get kind of close, and he'll look back, and then you and see then- him literally like <laughs> hit the clutch and change into four and just go. Yeah, like it's so unfair. If I was like that, I would run everywhere. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't I, drive. No, I would just sprint past yeah. people and just be like, "Do you feel bad for being a human? We're the same thing." And I am so much. I'm gonna get to work you. before you. Yeah, like <laughs> I. Oh God, if I'm Tyreek, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. But yeah, so that game was fun. I don't know how we got onto that. I don't either. I um, want to get back to baseball though because we were talking about. Um, <clears throat> we were talking about promoting players, and one of the players you mentioned was Manny Machado, and uh, I've Who? never liked him. I think he's a dirtbag. Okay, um, that's fair. I've, just, I've never liked him. That's fair. He's a good. He's a good baseball. It's player. hard to like people from Baltimore. He's a great field. Great fielder. Phenomenal shortstop. I mean, so there's not many players that I can just straight up say I hate them as a person and as a player. I don't like it was his haircut, but we'll keep going. He, what was Cardi B looking ass? <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Last night, he continued his just his amazing reputation of just being an absolute scumbag. He just makes, and, and if, if you don't know, he just makes very questionable plays regarding other players' safety. And it's not like they are the dirt. Well, I can't remember off the top of my head some other ones, but and it's not like they are the most. He's just slid into people. Right. But it's not like they are the most dirty, the most like vile intent to injure plays they're, they're the most they're obvious they're the most obvious and the most like what like come on you know never in moments that matter right it's always when he's been out because right. last night he was out by like 15 feet yes and did what he did so manny machado i'm sure everyone's y'all y'all have seen it i don't know why a lot of the times like we'll recap this stuff and i'm like i'm sure you've seen it it's all over twitter but he gets thrown out at first by like a mile and the first baseman i will say he kept his foot on the bag in a weird way for a long time, but... It was also not in the middle of the bag. It was right. on the edge of the bag where right. the first baseman would and have their ankle. So Manny Machado, he's running a first, and he touches the bag with his right foot, and then he kind of drags his left foot to purposefully run into... Aguilar's ankle. And which, like puts his shin onto his ankle bone. Which, if you're a Braves fan, you're going to get like Tim Hudson flashbacks. Yes. Um. So like because people have had their ankles broken and Achilles ruptured and stuff and because stuff of like that plays exactly like that that happened like unintentionally on accident. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you sit there and literally just go dead foot and like slam your ankle or your foot into somebody's locked ankle, it's just and it, it was, he was out. Like yeah. he literally looked down at his ankle and just purposely kicked him with that, and that was the thing. It was just, it was so unbelievably obvious. He looked at, he looked down, did it, and then when he did it, he turned around to see what, like, like what he, the commotion was about. What, like, did did I hurt him? And yeah. then he just kind of like and turned his he, head back around and just the, went to the dugout. And like, in the post game interview, because Christian Yelich, the uh, right fielder yeah. for Milwaukee. They asked him, like, what are your thoughts on Manny Machado? And they're like, he's just a... He, dirty play by a dirty player. He literally said, dirty play by a dirty fucking player. And then they called him a scumbag. And that's what it is. And, like, that's been a general consensus as far as I've understood it from players. I've never... I have not... And this league. is probably the first time I have i haven't seen somebody defend a player for yeah, doing something no like has. that. Former Look, players have I, called I him I have dirty. not heard a single... Usually in stuff like this, you would hear, like, oh, this is, you know, 
that's just old school baseball or whatever. I'm like, no, I've not seen a single person, which is um, makes me glad. Yeah, that nobody I'm is very tired of the old it. school baseball talk. Yeah, um, but yeah, you're right. Like nobody's really come out and been like, oh, some people have said like nothing actually happened, and he didn't like rear his leg back and kick him. He kind of just didn't pick his foot up. So I mean, like it was again. It wasn't the dirtiest. It wasn't play. the most like. It wasn't the most vile or egregious thing he could have done. It was just an. Like if somebody, did, it was just like when you tell a little kid not to do something. Like if you tell a little just, kid, and you're they like, look at you and do it. You're like, hey, don't pick that up. Yeah. And they look at you and just pick it up. They don't do anything with it. They don't hit you with it. They don't break it. They just look at you and do it. And to, it's like the most insulting thing in the world. Yeah. Manny Machado just looked at his leg. You could see him think, "Oh, this is a thing I shouldn't do." A normal person wouldn't do this, and then he just do it then he just did it in front of everybody. Um, and then in the post game, like I mean, but then Manny Machado, they're like, "Oh, so some of the Milwaukee players are calling you dirty." He's like, "If they think I'm dirty, I guess they think I'm dirty." But I just did it. Normal I can't baseball control what play. they say. Yeah, I can't. What Manny? Just own it. And that's be a yeah, heel. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm be saying too. I'm go like, just heel. go right. Just sell it. Go. Just go with it. You're, at least you're in L.A. You're not. A, given this and the fact that you had a bad offensive slump since you got to L.A., you're not going to get paid as much as you were before the trade now because he's going to be a free agent after this season. And all, and especially with all this stuff, his his stock is going to drop. All this stuff. Um, L.A. has a pretty good shortstop that is hurt. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to want to pay Manny through the nose to keep him. Um, shortstops are valuable, but most teams have good ones. You're not going to get paid what you would have had you stayed in Baltimore, look really good on a below-average team yep. in that market, not made headlines. So it's hurting him. So if I'm you, or if I'm Manny, I'm going to go full heel. L.A. will love me because L.A. likes will fit right in. Yeah, California I mean, loves those types of players. Yeah, And I'm not saying they wouldn't. Like, I like players like that, too. And then just make your money. Well, I don't way. like them, but sports need them, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean that just that's a big part of it. Yeah. Um. So that and that's the annoying part. You're right. That's the annoying part. Is just the fact that he's trying to like play it off and like it, he like in his he's trying tone, to not seem like a dirty player. In his tone, he knows that like yeah, it was dirty. I did it on purpose. But he's like he's doing like a tongue in cheek thing. Like oh, it was dirty. This was dirty. Manny, just just go with it. Just say no comment. I would rather you yeah. not comment on it because like Draymond Green when he kicked um. Man, when he kicked Kevin Love in the nuts. Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah. Or, I don't know, it was Timothy Monskov. He was like, he was like, I just, you know, it just kind of happened. Yeah. He just, he, he, like, he wasn't like, oh, I didn't kick him in the, we all saw you literally kick him. He didn't try to play it off. Right. He literally just said, I did it. I think the fine's dumb. And you can argue the fine, whatever. Yeah. But you can't sit there and deny, like, what you did. Yeah. And Draymond's... That's just annoying. Draymond's never once been like, no, I'm not a dirty player, because everybody knows that Draymond is. Yeah. Be Draymond Green. Draymond Green on the Warriors, I like him. I'm going to be honest. I hate him because he's on the Warriors, and I will stand by that. But, like, on, like, LeBron's shop, like, the the shop, this HBO show... Yeah. I love Draymond. Every time I talk, I'm like, more Draymond, yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> I see like him in a guy. Warriors <laughs> jersey, and I'm like, die. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. Like, I hate you. Um, so yeah, I, get, I do. I go full bowl and like, I just, he's a matador and I lose my fucking mind. Um, but yeah. And, and the other thing <coughs> on top of all this with Manny Machado, when he go, he straight up goes, yeah, I don't hustle, which in baseball is like the worst thing 
that you can do. That's like a white wide receiver saying I don't run routes. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Like that's the most like the most baseball thing in the world is hustle. Mm-hmm. It's literally you hustle through the bag. You literally you always you run the play out whether run the no play. matter how yeah, out it you doesn't are. matter. You slide, you try. And for him to say I don't hustle, I kick people in the ankles. That's a dumb thing to yeah. say. This like I imagine his PR guy was just like behind all the reporters and just literally just smacking his forehead. In the face. <laughs> just like God damn it, Manny again. Yeah. Um, That's just it's just so dumb, man. Like it's also dumb because I mean I want a Manny in baseball to be likable. And again, Manny, you know, Manny Ramirez for uh, Boston. I want that. Just Manny being Manny. I want that. But no, mm-hmm. Manny Machado is just a douche. Yeah, he's just a dirtbag. Just bag. a douchebag with a dumb haircut and a weird face. Cardi B. <laughs> God. Well, I don't know how you put that together, but it's pretty spot on. They do. He, it, right? No, they, they have the same like little like – they, they have a small face on a big head. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think, I think it's, they have small face syndrome. They just have a lot of extra just open space around it. I just uh, I can't stand them. I can't stand the Dodgers in general. Yeah. Well, well Kershaw's fine, but I can't see stand I, the again. L A is not a team that I hate, and you would think I would. I'm cool with L A. Um, but well, I still hope they lose. That's fair. Oh, I I would like them. See, I don't. Even I, though the manager for the Brewers, he also has a very like punchable face. Yeah, he looks. He. Looks he, he I tweeted. I tweeted this a while ago. I can't remember what game I was watching. I think it was when the Braves were at Milwaukee. And the best way I can describe his face, like his resting facial expression, is when his daughter like backs into the mailbox for the third time in a month. Yeah, like that's his permanent face. It's just constantly <laughs> it's, disappointed. Yeah, like, it's disappointed. Even someone can just hit like a three run homer, and he's still just like, oh, uh, you know. No, he seems like one of those guys that just nothing's ever really good enough. Right. Which, like, I guess as a coach, I mean, that's Bill Belichick. But yeah. you, you don't like Bill Belichick. No. So well. I, d- I think the reason why I dislike Bill Belichick is it's probably a dumb reason to a lot of people. It just pisses me off that he dresses like a damn homeless person <laughs> on the sideline. He's, he's earned, a head coach he, of a of he, an NFL team. He's earned the right. If anyone has earned the if, right, it's if him. I won a bazillion Super Bowls, no, I'm sh- walking. I am walking out there in the no. most expensive three piece suit. Pants, a no. Hoodie. Like no, I, what you gonna tell me to do? I got, I got, I got six. No, no he's got five. I'm, I am showing I have up. Five Super Bowls. I'm showing up in cut off sleeves, whatever kind of shoes I want. If it's cold, I'm comfy. If it's warm, I'm comfy. I'm the best coach. I'm gonna dress how I want. But no. if you're Matt Patricia, you don't show up with the backwards baseball cap and the pencil in your ear. What are you writing down on your laminated card, Matt? That's <laughs> but yeah, stupid. With the pencil. <laughs> like that's stupid. I've never seen him take it out of his hat. I've never seen him write anything down. He has a laminated play sheet in his hand and a non-mechanical pencil. That's so stupid. And I, I haven't heard many people call it out. I just want to know. I've never really noticed, but that's I hilarious. I just want to know why he has the pencil. Like if I ever that's met so Matt funny. Patricia, I'd be like, what do why? you write down? Why, dude? Yeah. I've never seen a coach have any kind of a utensil in his hand on the sideline. Why do you keep a pencil in your hat? <laughs> I just want to know. I just maybe it's the rocket scientist in you, and like it's an old like habit you're oh trying to kick God. from school. But that's just what I want to know. That's what I want to know about Matt Patricia. But yeah, no. If I'm Bill Belichick, I show up every day and whatever I want. But he dresses like that even when he like you know how they do like the coach's picture every year, yeah, in like Hawaii or wherever they do it. I mean, he just showed up in like flip flops, like really like baggy pants and like a polo. Ridiculous. I mean, just dresses at that point. It's ridiculous. 
See, I mean, right now I would like to dress and look successful, but if I'm successful, fuck dressing like it. I'm going to dress how I want because I'm already no, successful. I'm, if I was, I'm telling you, if I won a bazillion rings, I'm, I am wearing all of them at every game. And I'm wearing the most expensive <laughs> suit that I can you're wear. Go full Thanos on the sideline. Absolutely. <laughs> just, and then every time you score, you just do the weird Infinity Gauntlet thing. Yeah, um, that's fair. Snap my fingers. See, that, I win every game. That I would do. I would dress like a homeless person and then wear the rings. <laughs> so when somebody was like, "Hey, you bumming it today?" I just held up my hand and was like, "Are you bumming it all the time?" <laughs> and that's what. That's how I would handle that. Maybe, that's what I would. Do you go want me to backhand you with these? I was going to say this will hurt. I'm just saying. Um, so we're on football. We're on the NFL. You're going to have to talk about this one because I didn't see any of the game. That's fine. Um, I was just going to sprinkle in the Falcons a little bit real quick before we get into the sad stuff. I they guess. won. They're yeah, two, they won. They're two Good. and four. That's cool. They beat, they beat the Bucks. Um, Matt Ryan is playing out of his mind. He hasn't thrown an interception in three games, which for Matt's pretty big. He's had one bad game. That's the first game of the season. Yeah. Since then, he's done at least like 300 yards and three then. touchdowns. Yeah. It's been game. defense. Like it's, and, and I get our defense is bad. Because we lost, like, what, at this point, five starters? Yeah. Here's what I'm going to complain about, and I'm going to start it off by saying I'm not mad at him for getting hurt or struggling with injury because that's not his fault. I'm not mad at him for taking the money or getting paid. I am mad at the Atlanta Falcons for not drafting Todd Gurley when they had the chance and they put all, like, everything they had for a running back into Devontae Freeman. I agree. I love Todd Gurley. And it murders me could you, to could you see imagine, him do what he's doing. Could you imagine if he was on the Falcons? No. I because, mean, honestly. Because Atlanta won't draft a UGA player. And I'm not saying that we need to draft every single one because clearly they're not all well. But that's the one we put the most hype into. And you guys didn't even really talk to him? Yeah. And then you signed Devontae Freeman to, at the time, like the largest running back contract. It still probably is up there because one hasn't really gotten paid since then. Yeah, to add on to the rookie contract. Because he had, what, two good seasons? Three at that point, maybe? Yeah. And we just didn't draft Todd because we are like, now we got Devontae and Tevin. And now we have Ish Smith in the backfield, which, granted, he's doing well, but Ito. he's from, it's not Ish? Ito. Ito Smith? Ito Smith. There's an Ish somewhere. No. Yeah, there is. Sure isn't. We'll figure it out. Here we he's go. He's literally named after Judge Ito from the OJ trial. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what they said on on Fox. One, I think it was like last week, or no, I think it was when Devonte first got hurt and he. Fuck is Ish Smith? Are you talking uh, about Ishmael? No, Ish Smith is a basketball player. Oh, uh, plays for the Pistons. It's point. I thought you were talking about Ishmael, the uh, corner. Is it a corner? Or yeah, it's literally Ish Smith. He plays for the he plays for the Pistons. That's hilarious. Just Ish. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how else you would spell that. Really. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's Ishmael, but he goes by Ish, and that's what he's uh, referring okay. to. Yeah. That makes sense. So, I mean, I'm glad that there is Ish Smith. For a second, I was like, I know there is. Uh, well, my first – so, with Devontae going on, on the uh, injured, uh, injured reserve the other day, I can't freaking talk. I really wanted to find a gif of the SNL skit from back during the OJ trial, the dancing Edos. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I really wanted to tweet that when uh, – they announced that he was going on injury. Reserve, and Ito's so. been good. He's been great. Um, and he's, I, I mean, he's he's basically turned into a Tevin Coleman too. Yeah, because Tevin Coleman kind of came in because of the same situation. Yeah, and 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 Devonte isn't bad. No, not at all. 
But he's not fucking Todd Gurley, like who was almost an MVP last year, and who this week had over two hundred yards. Who put a ball into the Earth's crust? <laughs> I might add, it never came down. I found the video. I never saw the ball land. So, well, and one of his touchdowns I, this week, he spiked the ball in the GIF that was tweeted out from LA. It literally just like, disappeared because, like, the turf, like the the turf, like rubber pellets, kind of like blew, like you know, poofed yeah. when it hit the ground. And the ball shot up so fast in the GIF, it just looked like the ball stayed in the ground. Like I seriously, when I first when I was scrolling through on Twitter and I saw that, and I saw when the ball hit and the rubber pellets bounced stuff off the ground, I was like, "Did that ball stick in the ground?" <laughs> and and like, it thing, seriously looked. And like here's it. the thing: you believed it because it was Todd Gurley. Yeah. <laughs> Devontae Freeman would never. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying. I mean, it's Gronk's thing. You can't say suck at Gronk. He's got to yeah, buy on. Todd Gurley did it better. Oh, that's fine, but you can't tell. I mean, Gronk does it. Never That's another got. thing I hate. I can't stand about Gronk is a just giant, just just giant. Like I don't even know what. To, it's not an elbow pad. It's just a huge. It's just, a brace. It's an elbow brace. That's what people like linemen wear on their knees. He just has it on his arm. I think that's so dumb. He has elbow problems. I get it. I just I get, I find it hard tell, to believe. Tell that a lineman that's not... that it's stupid to wear a knee brace. No, that's different. <laughs> you should know it's not really... no. Yes, it is. You're he uses his arms when you have way more. Hang on, listen. You're telling me a weird not only thing. not only does he have hands that literally are like my hands over a beer bottle, right? So he catches it. He tucks it into that arm with that brace. That ball's not going anywhere. Yeah, here's the thing. If you watch Gronk run, doesn't tuck it well. He kind of well, he kind of vicks it. That I've always because just, it's I've not always, because nobody's going to knock it out of his hand. I'm just, that's true. But, but I've always been curious, it. like how how is the NFL not like? Said something about that when the when his brace literally goes from his shoulder because down to his wrist. Broke his elbow. Like I, they, I you get can't that, sit there I'm and be just, like, "Hey, that helmet you're wearing, no, protects your head too much." You're missing my point, Lucas. No. My point is when you tuck that ball into that arm with that brace, that ball is not going anywhere. It doesn't make him stronger. It's not no. like hydraulic. I'm not saying it makes him stronger. I'm not. I'm. I'm over this. <laughs> I'm done with this. Anyways, so back to the UGA, UGA game. Okay, we'll get set. Bad sad music, I'd play it. Um, Insert, hang on, let me put the tag here. Insert sad music. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Play. Um, so I've been, you know what? I'm going to pat myself on the back. I've wanted Justin Fields for a long time now. <laughs> and I'm not saying I've given up on Jake Fromm, but I've wanted Fields for a while. And the whole state wanted Justin Fields on Saturday. And they brought him in to hand off the ball. And we lost by, what, 20? was a 36-16. Our defense was on the field the majority of the game. They gave up really until the last, what, six minutes. They only gave up one touchdown. And seven, El- um, seven points at the end. It took me 12 fumble on, like, the 15 trying to make something happen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go pee. So, Reed, you can take this over because I didn't see the game. So, we our defense was on the field for the majority of the game. Um, they really only gave up, we'll say, two touchdowns. The LSU always had good field position because our punter didn't do great. Um, he had a rough game. That's the most he's had a punt all season. I can't really blame him. Um, so our defense did their job. We ran the ball real well. Our line was fantastic. Fromm was sacked three times, but he was really only pressured five. Um, and we have what, like two freshmen on the offensive line. We... A, I'm mad at Kirby because Holyfield ran the ball seven times and he ran the ball well every single one of those seven times. Yeah, for sure. Should have got more touches. Why he didn't run the ball 20 times is beyond me. 
Yeah, I that don't... first drive where they started running it and he just like tore down the field and basically all of our yardage was because of Holyfield. We come back the next drive and it's three straight passes for a three and out. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it doesn't. That was dumb. Pound the rock. Yeah, run the ball. Like it, something is working and you look at it and you're like, yeah, but I'd rather do something else. In football, you lose that game every time you make that decision. Yep. We lost that game. Just like the Falcon Super Bowl. Yeah, that's literally that's what it was. And I and the guy think that's why I hate football because the second we quit running it in any kind of Georgia team, we lose. Um but yeah, why why we didn't run the ball and then Fromm looked bad. The Fromm missed three throws that would have been touchdowns. It's twenty one points that were left because Fromm had overthrew, underthrew, and then just completely missed one person. Yeah, granted it's a small Sample size of two games. I genuinely think that him in hostile territory, because I mean, Notre Dame doesn't really count. It was mostly Georgia fans. I heard it was about 50 50. Looking at all the, looking at the pictures, it might have been worse than that for Notre Dame. Yeah, it was mostly red. But think of the Auburn game. Yeah. Didn't play well. Hostile environment. But even then, he only threw the ball like 16 times in the Auburn game. Right. But he just didn't look like himself. No, but I. Transfer him to LSU. Similar situation, hostile environment, loud environment, not a whole lot going on. He seemed unsure. Yeah. Um, He missed the throws, but he seemed, like even in Missouri, he seemed unsure. He didn't have a great game at Mizzou the first half. He's looked, I mean, he has looked like Jake Fromm from last year, Mm -hmm. but we've relied on him a little bit more. But Jake Fromm shouldn't look like Jake Fromm from last year because he was a freshman that led a team to a national championship, won big road games, won the SEC, won the Rose Bowl. Yeah. At this point. And I and I want Fromm to be good. I'm in no means saying that he won't ever be good. But I don't understand the hesitation issue that he's having. I don't. I don't know. He just, it just seems weird. He doesn't seem like Jake Fromm or where I thought Jake Fromm should have been. And I feel like at at halftime when we were down where we were, Fromm at that point was two for twelve. Um, why not bring in Fields? And I get what you're going to say. You don't want to shoot Fromm's confidence, and then you don't want to bring Fields in and Fields do bad. Here's the thing. You have to do something. You literally just kept doing the same thing that wasn't working. It was, I, don't know. I don't argue that. It was frustrating. So you bring in fields, you, you, or you just run the football. And, and I'm not worried. I'm not giving up on UGA season because I still think we're, we're definitely the best team. I'm not scared of Florida. Um, and people go, that's dumb. Florida beat LSU. Okay, it's SEC. Like You're going to beat teams. Um, and they were in Gainesville. I don't think the game's like that. If we're in Athens, I don't think we lose that issue. Um, so I'm not scared of Florida. Somebody mentioned Kentucky. I will never be scared of Kentucky. Um, Auburn's butt and Tech's butt. So we're fine. We're going to get to the SEC championship. We're only going to have one loss. We will lose by 30-plus to Bama. Because Scariest college football team I have experienced in my life. Because hands down, like it's not even close. Because on their bad games, they still win by forty. Yeah. Like I'm like, ooh, they're kind of struggling tonight. And then I look, and it's like forty-eight to two, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like I just doesn't. Like, it's oh, absurd. Oh, two has had six incompletions tonight. He literally at one point was like twelve for I think eighteen, and he had two hundred eighty yards. I was like, that's not fair. This is stupid. I hate Bama, and I don't. I actually don't. I don't hate Alabama because I can't. I cannot hate that. Yeah, I'm over it now. Even a little bit. Like I'm just tired of Nick Saban always winning. And don't get me wrong, I respect the hell out of the man. I'm tired of Nick Saban complaining about winning. Because that's kind of what it seems like he does at this point. 
Like he's like, oh, nobody comes to the game. Yeah, no shit, Nick. I'm not going to come watch you wax Mississippi State by 50 when I could do anything else. Because here's the thing. I know you're going to wax Mississippi State by 50. I'm not going to take a whole day, sit, and, and it was in like September in Alabama. I'm not going to sit in the sun and watch that. I'm just going to drink somewhere else on a Saturday. Yeah, it really, he could do everyone a favor and uh, lose a couple games intentionally, then spark everyone's interest. Like, oh, Bama might actually lose this one. The year after they lost Maybe to Clemson, he came upset. back on a revenge tour, and everybody yeah. was really into it. They lost to Ole Miss one time. What was that last year when they lost to Ole Miss? That or the year they lost to A&M, when they lost to Johnny Football. Yeah. It creates more buzz around the program. Exactly. And guess what? You're still fucking win the national championship, Nick. Mm-hmm. So give us one. Just give us one a year. And that's fine, because you're going to beat LSU. You're Auburn again, but you're gonna beat them. Those are the only; those are the two bigger games on your schedule. So you you know you're gonna get back, and if you win the SEC, even with one loss, you're going to a playoff because you're Bama and you won the SEC with one loss. And then you're gonna literally. I don't think there's anyone like people think Notre Dame has a shot. I don't understand that a whole lot because Notre Dame, and I'm not talking shit, <laughs> Tristan. It's that no one has a shot against Bam. Yeah. And then here's the thing. Like, Notre Dame isn't, like, an experienced, like, team. Like, they have a, a new mm-hmm. quarterback that came in, like, four games into the season. Right. He wasn't even a definite starter, which is strange, considering he's played amazing. Yeah, he's balled out, but, and that's fine. But, like, how do you not recognize that talent from the very beginning? Yeah. So, um, and it's just another Kelly. It's a Kelly. It's, it's a Kelly brother. So, you're a hothead that's probably going to just lose it. Um, in the tenth game, and then you're just your brain's gonna blow up because that's how the Kellys seem to work. Um, and so, no, Notre Dame isn't gonna contend with Bama. I'm sorry, we've seen how that went. Manti Te'o lost his girlfriend and a national championship. Um, We're still talking about that, huh? I, yeah, it was easy. Um, so that's where I'm at on college football. That's my, that's my shake. It doesn't matter because. Bama's going to win everything all the time, every time. So I was away, but when we were talking about Notre Dame, I can't talk about that because I did see some of that game, actually. I um, watched none of it. <laughs> I know they about dropped the ball on it, but Pitt, for some reason for them, is always ish, like they always give Notre Dame issues. Pitt seems to be one of the teams that, whenever they play a ranked opponent, it's a monkey wrench. Like it causes it's, issues. Yeah, they always cause issues. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Were y'all talking about Ian Book? Or who were y'all talking about? The quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, Ian Book. Yeah. yeah. Not Wimbush. Yeah, that's, not Wimbush. That's how I know <laughs> The guy that's not Brandon Wimbush. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yes, we were talking about him. Yeah, why yeah. wasn't, as a Notre Dame insider, why wasn't he the starter? Book? Yeah. I I mean, because they went with Wimbush all season last season, and he, he did have a good season last season. and um, Except for against Georgia. That was still a good game, though. It was a fun game. But it was a very did. fun game. Um, I don't know. I think it was... He kind of struggled in his first couple games and wasn't living up to what he did last year. So they felt like, you know, giving Ian Book a shot and ended up working out. I do have a question. Okay. Thanks for bringing me on, guys. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, the real question here is: Get do, to you, it. do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> Do you think Alabama's offense could put up at least 14 points on the Atlanta Falcons' defense? Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Because here's the thing. I'd take the over on that one. Yeah. Wait. Like, 
Trufant's not. I mean, Trufant's good. He's not great. And then we have Alfred on the other side. Casey's going to miss the tackle. Um, or kill somebody. Yeah, because he tackles with his face, which is stupid. Um, yeah, you put up 14. Because um, we're not really good at stopping the run. I don't even know their running back this year. It's weird when I don't know the Alabama running back. I don't. Yeah, that is weird. That's usually the the face of the of the offense. Yeah, I know the quarterback, and it's Tua, and he could literally throw it into a basketball hoop from two hundred yards away. Yeah, I'm convinced of it at this point. So, yeah, you come up because yeah, easy. I say fourteen. Now, do I think? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what Matt Ryan would do against that defense. It's real fast. I was gonna say, where do you draw the line? Do you draw the line at twenty one? I was going to say I would be I, I would, would say 17. I, I think. would be if you, were, if you were putting money on it. I would be kind of tempted to put it on tw- on, on 21 or over. I'd say 17 because be I cuz I just feel like they're not going to last. You think they make that kick? That's a mistake. <laughs> that <laughs> it, means they have to make even, a field goal. <laughs> even Bama fans know that in that a, is a mistake. It's in a dome and I'm saying they get two shots at a field goal. So <laughs> Ice they, the kicker and then So might. they so they hit one. <laughs> so they're fifty percent from we'll call it three. That's fair. I just um, I find it hard to believe that they wouldn't score three touchdowns in a an entire game. I just feel like I'm yes they're offensively insane, but still like tell me who you know off their offense that's being like highly projected on draft board right now besides Tua, Jalen Hurts. All right, I think this episode's over. <laughs> Judy's torturing everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you have two. You have two guys, and I think using them and their running back is good. I just don't know his name because I'm trying not to pay attention to Bama because it's a cheat code, and I hate it, but I respect it. I don't think you're going to last a whole game against an NFL team as 18- and 19-year-olds. I just don't think that's going to happen. So I see you could put up a quick 14, but then I just I don't think – that a college player, because not all of them are going to be pros, you're playing against people that are literally all pros. I just, I don't I think you I wonder if some point in the future, if the NCAA will ever, if the NCAA maybe just dissolves and is not a thing anymore, I wonder if we, we will. We wouldn't have college football. Huh? We wouldn't have college football. I think there would. There would probably just be another governing body. I just think, I just think the NFL would go like minor league. But... I genuinely wonder if some at some point in the future if we are going to see an NFL team play a college team. No. I mean, I would like it. I would love it. You do that on pay-per-view? But I don't think that would ever happen. NFL is never taking the risk on that. Nope. Never. Ruins the well, reputation I'm just saying, like, of the NFL for an eternity. Can you, but I'm just saying, could you imagine if they do No, it would, it would They be, do like Alabama versus Atlanta or Cleveland or something. Yeah, you, think do that Arthur, on pay-per-view? you think Arthur Blank's going to agree to that? You well, think Arthur no. Blank's like, hey, let's maybe well, potentially get whacked that's everything, by a college that's team? That's everything for the NFL to lose and everything for college to gain. Absolutely. But I'm just and saying, like, thing. You, I just, Nick Saban would, would gain it. But if we take into account Nick Saban's NFL record, not great. And then what happens <laughs> when you count all the money going into that game and all the attention that's going to get? And, and the players not getting paid at all. In it, not getting paid yeah. off. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Playing like, against guys that are 10 years older than right. him. However, I would really like to see it. I would just love to, to see just it. to know the answer. I, I, just I would want to pay know, that. I, I would, to know the I would to the pay question. that pay per view. Yeah, to watch. That I just game. want to know the answer to that question because. It, so yeah, I would like to see, and I would even say Atlanta. I would like to yeah. see Bama versus Atlanta. Do it to us. Yeah, do it. Fine. Fully I don't expecting it. I I I walk into every Sunday sad at the beginning of it, 
<laughs> so you're not you're not going to make whatever I, day I wake up worse. with my head in the sand every Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sunday mornings are very relaxing because I know that I can't be let down more than I'm already going to be let down. So I, I walk in there with a sense of calmness. <laughs> uh, so, okay. I think that uh, that kind of wraps up football. This just reminded me, and before I forget, when we talked about pay-per-view, did you see that the Tiger and Phil match won't have a gallery? That's the dumbest thing in the world. That makes no sense. It's the, I don't want to watch a quiet Tiger Phil match. That's the only good thing that would come out of it is that I could hear what they're saying, but they're supposed to be mic'd up anyways. Yeah, so it shouldn't change anything. Like, I don't under, when I saw that, I'm like, what? Because you know what? That makes no sense. Because you know sense. what Tiger's not going to do? Get fired up due to the lack of a gallery. Right. Like, I don't, I don't see that happening. So, no, I think it's dumb and I hate it. My thoughts on that is it's clearly a Phil thing. There's oh, absolutely zero chance that Phil's going to get the same love as Tiger's going to get. And with it being a one-on-one match like that, the gallery is going to be 90% Tiger considering Phil looks like oh, I'd, flirts I'd with say his, more than that. <laughs> Phil flirts with his daughter's sister confirmed here, his daughter's sister, his daughter's, daughter's friends. Friend. For sure. He's a grease ball, but that's beside the point. Are you, oh, you guys brought me on for my Phil rant. We're looping back. It's we've come full circle. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> It's a 90% Tiger crowd, and Phil couldn't take that on top of how well Tiger's played. And how, minus the Ryder how Cup. bad that Phil's he's played. played. Yeah, he's probably going to get torched one, and then with it being match play like that, and 90% of the crowd being Tiger, Phil's probably like, absolutely not. He knows where he stands. Oh, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Well, and Tiger I just think, also, he straight up came out and was like, yeah, the Ryder Cup, I was just tired, dude. Like that, in like... I didn't like. I wanted Tiger to be on the team, so he's on. The, but like Tiger Woods doesn't do good in the Ryder Cup. But yeah, yeah, he's historically not that great. Yeah. So and then you put him with fucking. He played with Reed, right? Yeah, twice. Yeah, which really, no one's going to do good. Who with that. literally would have shot in the eighties? Yeah. When he played. So in the Ryder Cup, except for that last day, if I remember right. Yeah. So God, Patrick Reed's such an asshole. He's the worst. I um, gave him the benefit of the doubt for this one tournament. All year. I was like, you know what? He has some sort of value in the world of golf. And after hearing about just the garbage and the BS after the end of it, like, no, you you deserve sadness. But that's We talked about it in a previous episode that, like, we will sacrifice Patrick Reed. Just yeah, if, Amer- if America has to lose for, for Patrick, Patrick Reed, Reed to, to fall out of the graces yeah. of uh, American golf fans, Cool. I'll take that hit. Yeah, go Europe. Yeah, we'll yep. get him on home soil. I'll put on an e- I'll put on an EU hat if you would need me to. If that's what you need. Also, I were coming for a circle. Can we acknowledge that on this podcast? I said I don't know how sure I am that the U.S. is a lock for a century, if I remember correctly. No, I, I remember you saying that, yeah. and Europe I was, was surprised strong. because and they, and I knew they were, but they said, when you look and just when you look at it on paper, between I know we're kind of rewinding, but. Like, you look at the two teams on paper, it should be like, what is it? You need 14 and a half points to win the Ryder Cup. It, mm-hmm. in, on paper, it should have been 14 and a half to zero. You play anywhere I mean, in America, and we torch them, and it's not even close. That is, uh, that is a pretty big factor, though. though. You give fairways that, that are like 20 yards wider. Fail the Americans. And, then you and, make... it's, and it's, it's undisputable. We kept picking people. They can hit the ball over 300 yards and then flip a wedge in, and then you make birdie. You can't do that. You can't do that when you're missing the fairway. There's absolutely no chance. 
because they're probably missing the fairway. And if they're missing the fairway, they're probably missing the green. And then they're not close to the pin. And they're hopefully and they the shifting bars. up. And the greens were at best. And the greens were carpet, so we couldn't putt. Yeah. And here's the thing: if we're talking about people, I so I was pretty. I like. I don't like Justin Thomas now, but I don't hate him like I did in the middle of the season. I kind of, I kind of picked up on JT a little bit. I knew you guys were going to come full circle with that. I don't know if I like him again. I mean, I'm still indifferent just because he's I still. Like a, I like him a little bit now. Just a little bit. Because I he, mean, he played well. Like he, he that, played really well. That he didn't. He didn't. He didn't say anything douchey. I really like Jordan. If Jordan likes him. I guess I kind of have to. I mean, yeah, that's kind of true. I mean, so like, I mean, well, can he, we talk about Jordan uh, throwing the stupid ass fist to chest pump thing at Ian Poulter when he made that putt that like beat them? That's beautiful television right there. Yeah, I loved every single second of that. I know we lost the Ryder Cup. It was that great. is a win in American history. Yeah, absolutely. Because here's the thing: I can just play that highlight. Yeah, I, I can forget what that's Ryder a Cup. I can forget what I Ryder Cup that from. Out of I can the just disrespect, play that. he threw right back in Bolter's <laughs> face. Like I get it, we lost overall. And sure, fine, take but the Ryder Cup this. back. But yeah. Ian Poulter can you're, suck yeah, it. Yeah, Ian Poulter, you're the worst. So here we go. And the fact that Jordan Spieth even said like he waited for a moment which, to drop that, he planned that. Yeah, yeah. Which makes which, me and that, that was, was premeditated. Crazy. Shit talk. Because and I love it. Out of awesome. everybody out of everybody on the tour, especially on the US team, Jordan Spieth was the one to do it. The most like pretty other than like when it comes to well, his like, own I, I don't self. Say, not well spoken, but he's the most like polite. Even he doesn't and, he doesn't cuss. No. Like when he gets excited, he like uses words like freak. And even and when heck. he does get mad at himself yeah. when he plays, he's like, Gosh dang it, Jordan. Yeah, like, he won't even say God dang it. Yeah. No uh. Don't yeah. put dang it in God in the same thing. It's gosh dang it, Jordan. So he's mad at nobody. The fact himself. that that is that's the guy that decided <laughs> to just absolutely just torch Ian Poulter. I love it. I think it also it shows how much of a scumbag Ian Poulter is. Oh, it's great. That's exactly what it. Because if yeah. Jordan Spieth hates you, man, that well not hates. Whoa, I'm not putting words in. His mouth. At Patrick Reed. <laughs> but if Jordan Spieth <laughs> has that kind of feeling towards Ian Poulter, where he needs to premeditate his celebration. After he beats him, that's saying something. Yeah, you got to feel some special way about that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Ian Boulder has got to be a bad person. Oh, he doesn't. Jordan doesn't want to play with me. That's the problem. Yeah, no who shit. Would, he doesn't want to play with you. You were you're talking gonna, shit about him gonna, all year. Yeah, you're gonna mouth breathe on Asshole. him, Patrick. I don't. Want, I don't want you mouth breathing on me. God, this guy sucks. Guys, yeah, okay, we got all riled up. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. Golf wasn't even on the outline. I know it wasn't even. You're welcome. It brought when you said when you were talking about pay per view or when you were talking about pay per view. That just reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. That it really weirded me out when they said that they were going to have a gallery for that tournament. Yeah. Tiger by a million. Oh yeah, Tiger's winning. That's a lock. That's a lock. All right. I might have just cursed it, but well, we'll see. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week. Um, I'm going to talk NBA next week because I'll get my first preview of the brand new Lakers. Go LA. Uh, Zion hit a pretty big buzzer beater in practice this week, uh, and Duke didn't pay him, so that came out. So I'm pretty pretty happy about that. He just asked all clear. He just asked. He asked Zion asked Kansas for money. So he did. Is that a crime? I don't think so. <laughs> Is that a big deal? No, nah. I don't actually know the rule on that. That's just what came out. <laughs> he was just seeing if they were dirty. That's all. He was yeah. like, you know what? I don't want to go to a this dirty is a school. test. You know what? He yeah. was wearing a wire. And if anything, <laughs> yeah, if anything, the FBI should like it. Um, but that's all I got. Uh, so uh, Steph Curry's better than LeBron. Mm. See, see ya. No, bye. Bye.